that there should be no shame mm-hmm. in desiring companionship. There should yeah, be absolutely. No shame. Yeah. Okay. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be doing this life by myself. Mm-mm. No, no, and no. I, and I feel like God <laughs> didn't say I had to. Yeah. It was actually a choice. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Truth Reveal, (laughs) where we discuss topics that relate as we reconcile and reveal God's truth. Thank y'all so much for being with us another time, one more time, another day that the Lord has kept us. Yes. Hallelujah. (laughs) Um, I have a with me today, Holly Harris. What's up? (laughs) And Latricia Peak, a.k.a. Sweet. Hola. Hola. (laughs) Como estas? Um, we are coming to you today um, with a very good topic. Yeah, a very I'm good topic about this one, and mm-hmm. it must be a topic that the enemy don't want to discuss. <laughs> oh my God! Because <laughs> we have had many technical challenges <sighs> to get this thing popping, oh but it's on, and we 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 thank God. We we glad about it. We excited about yes, it. Yes, this is a fun, uh, lighthearted topic, but it's actually very serious. It's lighthearted, but it, it's serious. Because it deals with relationships. It deals with um, how we come together, um, particularly uh, we're talking about dating relationships. We're talking about the, the, the journey from going to singleness to, to marriage. In this day and time, that in-between stage is called dating. Yes. Uh, and we are going to discuss today a wonderful topic that is a little bit controversial in the church. Mm-hmm. on. Online dating. Yes. The yes. online dating space, the internet uh, meetup spot. Amen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yes, we want to we want to discuss this topic today. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little background about it. I wanted to have all these wonderful facts um uh about online dating and its origin, but I don't have that. But I'm gonna tell you this. I one night um but I don't even know what was going on. We were we were doing a conference call, me, Holly, and Sweet. Um, I think we had recorded already or was was just discussing some things. And the spirit of the Lord jumped on me. And I went on. <laughs> I went on. Look, I'm blaming it on all <laughs> harmony. And I started filling out my profile and asked. And I was like, what do this question mean? And they're like, what are you doing? And I told them I'm setting up my profile on eHarmony. And then by the time I got through with that, they was like, well, let me go on. I think Holly, Holly might have already had a profile on some somewhere. Um, but, using it. <laughs> uh, but wasn't using it. And uh, and so they're like, well, let me go on. And by the time the night was done, uh, <laughs> I, I had uh, applied to Churchy Date. Don't, y'all don't do church. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I ain't going to speak against nobody because they might sponsor us one day. Maybe be but I, by the time, oh gosh! It was okay. all over. I had a profile on eHarmony, Christian Mingle, and something called ChurchyDate.com. Can't forget about Churchy Date. Um, <laughs> and I think, oh, and in the in the last 
blessing uh, that we did was there's a content creator, and I'm going to say his name because he's well known by the name of Ezekiel. He's a poet, Christian poet, and he had an advertisement for a dating app called FTH. Um, And that was the last thing. So those four things were the four things that after it was all said and done, uh, we had all created profiles to be on. And Wait a minute. Now we had created them, but it seemed like uh, when we got on, when we got on some of them, we ended up just being like, no, this one ain't going to work. Was it? It church, was church day. <laughs> and it seemed well, like okay, it look, was. I was the brave one that actually <laughs> went on churchy date and stayed there. <laughs> She she was a dove. That's what she was. Yes. Send the dove. <laughs> I just I just was putting it out there, going out there, trying it for all of us. But um, and so we did that. So we thought it not robbery to come and discuss really the topic of online dating and some of its pros, some of its cons, and and really why. Um, one of the things that we know is at least for women. The the stigma is online dating. Now, now, this discussion is not about the, the dark and desolate and disgusting places in the online world. There are online, quote unquote, hookup things. You know, there mm-hmm. are online. A friend of mine told me there are things online where literally they create spaces for people to want to date other married people and do all mm-hmm. kind of stuff out the will of God. We're not talking about that. OK, <laughs> that's not we're we not discussing the underbelly today. Um, mm-hmm. we, we talk about good Christian, good, clean girl, good, okay. <laughs> good Christian, good internet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And one of the stigmas and one of the things that are brought up is that does online dating put women in a place to where we're not being found, but going out there to seek. And we're going to get into that. We're going to mm-hmm. get into that. But I want to ask my young ladies first. We're gonna we're gonna go into that that part. But one of my one of my first questions that I put was what are or were some of your fears individually about doing online dating, if any? Well, like was there any fear about going into that space? I think, you know, the stigma, of course, with online dating is, you know, you might get somebody crazy. <laughs> let, let me tell the truth. Uh, you go through some of them bitches and you be like, what is really going on? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> some of them, I don't know, you know, they don't believe in putting their best foot forward. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, and some of them do be looking a little crazy on there, whatever. So I think that's the the thing in the back of your mind is that you're going to get some crazy lunatic that's, you know, you see the Lifetime movies and, right. you know, and you start playing that type of thing in your head. So that that was one of my drawbacks with online, you know, dating as well, um, as well as the fact that I think, and I think a lot of women in church deal with this. Um, I know somebody close to me that I consider a mentor. She completely feels like online dating is not of the devil, but that it's not something that Christian women should be pursuing because it's almost like the scripture, he that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor from the Lord is taken so literally that it's almost like, I think some women feel like I I just sit here at home and somehow the (laughs) husband is going to fall from the sky. Right. 
And he shall and not. there is nothing <laughs> you looking around for. Every <laughs> reason, every reason. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then there's nothing that we're supposed to do. Like if we take any type of effort to to uh, position ourselves, you know, in in a certain type of way, then that's seen as going outside of the word or outside of the will of God. So to be honest, that was somewhat my thinking for a number of years was okay, it's just going to happen. I'm going to be walking in a grocery store and, you know, but the older I get, the more I'm realizing that I need to be just as intentional about my love life as I am in pursuing my goals. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So those were some of the things that I kind of came across, you know, when it came to online dating and why it took me so long to come to the light. But yeah. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't say that I necessarily had any quote unquote fears of the online dating because um, many years ago, I think it was when Tinder was kind of new to the scene and before it had turned into a straight hookup site, um, I did go on Tinder. And this is probably like maybe five or six years ago. And I did meet some pretty um, seemingly legit um, young men it never evolved um, beyond that tender environment. Um, and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a horrible experience. I just kind of felt very uh, disconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been one of my concerns um, as it pertains to why I haven't kind of chosen it as a viable option to meet someone. And that could be because I've been on the free sites, um, you know, <laughs> I don't really know how intentional or what the mindset is of the people that are on the sites with me. So, you know, it's like a lot of swiping, a lot of swiping. Mm -hmm. And so it just felt so impersonal that um, after a couple of months, I just deleted the account. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That, yes, that's so, that's a, that's a good point. And and, uh, when, when Holly was talking about the, the part about for Christian women, we're being, it's kind of like an unspoken, untold that you just sit there and mm-hmm. wait. Um, and yes, people can meet in the grocery store. But I, I, one thing I think I've seen is the culture of male-female relations changed. It wasn't like back in the 90s, in the late 90s and maybe early 2000s, where all you used to have to do was go to the mall. And walk through the mall. <laughs> <laughs> by the time you like you've been approached fifty eleven times, um, you know um, it's not like that anymore. I think because the world is different, men are different, um, and it just it just it's just not that type of environment for whatever reason. Um, you can meet someone in the grocery store, but really for Christian women, uh, for me, um, let me let me go back to the fierce thing. I actually didn't have any uh, particular, I wouldn't say a, a, a fear, because once I got over the fact of, yeah, you can meet someone crazy online, but I can meet someone crazy yes, in true. person <laughs> and yeah. won't do that crazy until I get to know them. Yeah. Uh, and one of the reasons why I chose to really be adamant about doing the online, because a key word that Holly mentioned was intentionality, mm-hmm. being intentional about your love life is very important because it doesn't happen by osmosis. Even if we look and go into the Bible, it didn't happen by osmosis. Now they had a different way, 
Mm-hmm. They had a different way than, than, than we did. But I, I, I looked at the book of Ruth. That was extremely intentional. Yeah. How Ruth uh, uh, got she to Boaz. Was. That was not just happenstance. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a point in, in, in there where Naomi was like, okay, th- these are your options. There are two, there's, there's close relatives. There's two close relatives. And when they finally got to, to, you know, to the part where she literally, literally, um, she told her, you put this on, clean yourself up, go, go here and go lay at his feet. That was intentional instructions. So mm. just to make that clear, like intentionality is not, uh, God is not against intentionality. You yeah. know, that is a very, very thing, uh, uh, important thing that we have to think about in the dating space. Um, and online dating for me was just where I could be on the same playing field, hopefully that if people were being honest, because going to a, a Christian dating site, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm particularly talking about FTH because I really like FTH. Um, mm-hmm. Particularly talking about FTH, when you go into a Christian site, you are you're kind of feel like you're kind of weeding out the men who don't identify as a believer. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I uh, one of the pros I think is about online dating. But all right, so we talked about the um the fear. And another question I had, um do you think more Christians should be open to online dating? Why or why not? I definitely um feel that they should be open to it. Um <clears throat> I feel like that it is the avenue of the day that, you know, a vehicle in which God can use to connect you with your spouse. I mean, more and more people are finding their mates online. You know, I just read an article um, that said that I think it was like 39% um, of people uh, in 2017 found their spouses online. That is a significant wow. number yeah. of people. And it's, it's steadily growing the more and more the stigma of online dating, you know, begins to fade into the background, the more and more people feel comfortable doing it. Um, and I think the way that they, you know, have certain things set up on sites now, it makes it a little bit less, um, you know, invasive, I guess, until you can really get to know the person and then you kind of decide, you know, how much information you're going to give out. And if you, you know, do want to take it further, you're able to take it further at that point in time. So I think it's kind of, they're, they're trying to make it more to where it is safer for people to do it and they feel more comfortable doing it as a result. So um, I definitely feel like people, that's the, the median of the day. I mean, you know, you can still find people the old fashioned way, but more and more people are online. So I definitely feel like it's something that you should at least try once. Yeah. All right, sweet. What do you think? Yeah, I pretty much concur with that. Um, and I honestly... I don't know if, um, excuse me, I don't know if you saw any statistics or anything. I haven't, but I think a lot of Christians are open to online dating. I mean, eHarmony, I think, was one of the first initial, um, maybe faith, faith undergirding based online sites, um, and that's that's been over a decade out. And then, yeah. you know, from eHarmony, you start getting your Christian mingles and plenty of fish and. Faith and all of the and 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 sh- and the other people bless their hearts. Um, <laughs> and you started getting all these other sites. I mean, yeah, you have your tenders and your other things out there too. But you started seeing these other sites pop up that were kind of like what you were talking about, April. That weeding out, hopefully, 
for the believer. So I actually kind of feel like um, a lot of Christians are, or maybe at this present moment, have become more open to um, engaging in online dating than maybe, say, a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that us as believers, more Christians, male and female, um, should try online dating, like you said, at least once. Um, and I mean, and when I say try, I mean, intentional try. Don't just create the profile. Never go back on there. Uh, <laughs> Don't talk about me. I'm not talking about you. You did go. Well, see, you called yourself. Called your I'm talking about the other one that we did. Holly. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, but 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 into whatever you choose, whichever one you like, because that's one thing you're not going to like all the technology because there's d- d- different ones work different ways. Um, I like FTH, which is a, and that's that might be another barrier. Um, is 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 the cost of it, right? Because mm-hmm. most of these sites, um. They cost something to really be effective. So you can get on there and have a profile for free, but there are some that won't let you be able to see whether the person's a Christian Mm -hmm. or not because they don't only cater to Christians unless you pay. Um, And there's different match technology that doesn't get activated until you pay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So some of those, but, but like the app FTH app is free and I'm, I'm, I liked how that worked because literally you're swiping left, swiping right, and then you can engage via text. And if you want to go further than that, of course, you can go further. But I think that every Christian should try it because you think about the problems and the issues that we always hear, particularly from women. There are no men at my church. I, I go to a family church. It's just me and my kinfolk up in there, you know, um, <laughs> and, and, and it's a it's a whole world out here. Yeah. It's a whole world out here because that's that's one thing that I feel like uh, I probably should keep this to the end, but I'm flowing. It's one thing that I <laughs> felt like um, God really showed me like he's like, I have believing men out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got got Now, everyone may not be for you for different reasons, but there are men who are uh, about that holy, holy life mm-hmm. and about intentionality and because another another thing that I would uh, suggest for Christians to go on these sites, because a lot of times the people that are on these sites, they are ready. They're not just particularly on the on the Christian sites. They're not just on there because they're looking for a friend or somebody to chill with. They are like ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. So that that that's another reason why I would suggest that all all believers, if you are in that place in your life where you do care don't be don't be afraid to say you want to be in a relationship yeah like don't be ashamed to feel like like oh i'm not supposed to seek after that no no if that's a desire mm-hmm. right if, if if marriage is a desire if having a, a companion is a desire then be intentional be intentional about that so i i think that is a definite uh i would suggest or recommend it to any believer if they're if they're in that space uh, to try online dating. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I, I think I would say too, April, to add to that, and this is this has just been my experience because I guess this would be considered experience too, um, you know, because I also enrolled in um, FTH out of the three of us and we decided to uh, do this uh test be test subjects for the sake of the podcast <laughs> i was the first one that was like i'm done and deactivated my <laughs> deactivated my page 
And they all were like, hold on a little while longer. Hold on. I was like, no. And um, (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm out. And I think that, um, you know, when you're talking about being intentional, I think for me, if I'm going to actively utilize um, a online dating site to intentionally find someone, potentially, I think for me, I'm going to probably have to fork out some money because if there are people on there that kind of like me after weeks and maybe a month or so of, of superficial conversation, I just was, I, I didn't have interest anymore. I was talking to multiple people engaging in multiple conversations with seven or eight different people that wasn't going anywhere beyond, Hey, how you doing? And what they did for a living. Um, and then there would mm-hmm. be gaps where I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I would send a text, but I wouldn't get a response back. So does that mean that you didn't get it? Are you not interested anymore? Like there's so many other factors. So I think that if I were on a site such as a, you know, a throw something out there, an eHarmony, where I'm actually putting money up front and then there are other individuals on that same site that are putting money up front, I think that shows a lot of intentionality and you being very purposeful with, I'm so invested in potentially hoping to find someone who is like-minded that, you know, is what the scripture says, where you're, where you're, um, where you're, what is it? Where your money is, where your treasure is, your heart is also. So if you're willing to, to utilize your hard earned money, um, that's even harder to earn in these here on streets for the sake of (laughs) meeting someone, I think that that shows a lot of intentionality. It shows a lot of being purposeful and that you're really serious because I don't care who you are, male or female, no one's in the habit of just throwing away $30 a month for the sake of just throwing away $30 a month. You know, nobody's going to do that. I mean, people yeah. do do that, but I think that you would be more cautious. So I think mm-hmm. for me, that may be a better, I may have to, I may have to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. yeah. And I understand that. And it, that, and that's another thing with this whole online dating thing. Like you, you're going to have to try different things, right? You're going to have to try, try different things and see what really works for you. Like I, I did not like Christian Mingle. And it's not because Christian Mingle did anything wrong, but the <laughs> matches they was giving me, I was just like. <laughs> I'm sorry, people who are listening that can't see my face, but just trust and believe. Just imagine. Uh, yeah. I was like, y'all better get out of here. <laughs> I felt that, but I felt that way about FTH. I think because for people who have no concept of what this is, Basically, you put your information in. It's just like any other site. And then you put in your zip. And so basically, it's kind of pooling all of these gentlemen in the the vicinity sometimes of where you live. And then sometimes not. Like I met people that were 600 miles away. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, when we all signed up that night, we were all gung-ho swiping. (laughs) All night long, just swiping, swiping. (laughs) I kept getting a lot of older and I don't have anything against um dating outside of my race so it's not it's not even about that but I kept getting a lot of older Caucasian um deer hunting pickup drive pickup truck driving (laughs) 
one tooth missing. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's true. I was well, like, they some not, chocolate gear. They said did they, they, they not read. <laughs> did they not read the instructions and said, take a good picture of yourself? You know, <laughs> I don't care if you took a picture out of your camouflage. Said, Let's be clean. How your hair cut? I mean, <laughs> please. I was like. So nobody read the instructions but me. Okay. All right. So the first the first couple of days, I was sorely disappointed with not they weren't matches. Let me make that correction. They weren't matches. They were just people that were in my area. And I was like, where are the black people? Where are the Hispanic people? Yes. Where uh, are the yes. good looking Caucasian people? Because I'm not coming across <laughs> So it was it was quite interesting. You know what? Say the least. I'm glad you brought that up. So on the F, uh, y'all on F- FTH is about to get a whole bunch of free advertising from us tonight, but it's called good. <laughs> on the FTH app, y'all. So it does do via location because there are people mm-hmm. that uh, sweet Latricia was able to see that I may not have been able to see, right? And um, and I would get ones who were like Raleigh. You know, like Eastern North Carolina, and I would get the 600 miles away too. But one thing you got to do when you do go in there, as far as they do let you scan your age requirements, so you can put a setting that I only want men from 40 to 42. You just got to got. I did that. (laughs) It didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, they look like what they've been through, honey. And some of them are lying. Some of them, because I, I one of them, yeah, was, right? <laughs> they were forty-one. I said, "In what? What? You forty-one, <laughs> sir?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> it's, it's been very interesting for us. <laughs> yes, and that's what I finally just got off. I was like, "Forget it!" Right? I quit. Some, <laughs> there were some cute ones on there. Right. There were some cute ones. Some mm-hmm. and some can be encouraging. You can find some cuties, you know, yeah, just April. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say. <laughs> um but, you know, it's just and that's another thing. When you get into this online space, you gotta be have some tenacity about you. You can't let the the negative ones if you determined. You know, you just want to keep being determined and, and be like, well, more people will be added in Jesus name and keep <laughs> and go on every so often. And I know that's not for everyone. And yeah. And harding, harding uh, particular uh, things. And, and I will say this uh, one pro tip for anybody who will try it. W- one thing that I did do. I read their profiles, right? Because what they do on the app, you take your pictures, supposed to take your best pictures, upload those, right? And then they allow you to say what your denomination is, Pentecostal, Catholic, Episcopal, whatever. You if or you can put non-denominational. And then you can put where you work if think if you want it to, and you can put uh basically a little bit about yourself. It'll tell you, it'll give you a little box. So you look at their profiles. And something that they said in their profile. So if he said, I, I like the beach. Like, I see you like the beach. What's the last beach you've been to? I love the beach too. Some, something to kind of draw, you know, draw draw that conversation in. Now, sometimes it will work. Maybe it won't. But uh, but the ones that I started, um, and literally, like, y'all, I used to pray, like, okay, Lord, this person hearted me. 
I think they're attracted to what what can I say? And not trying to over spiritualize, which the Holy Spirit guides you in all things, all things. So I was just like, what can I say? And almost really a hundred percent of the time, except no, no, maybe 98% of the time, I got a response from the ones I really want a response. And another pro tip is move fast. Like if you, if the initial conversation where you work, you got kids, you know, da, 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 the initial, and you're like, okay, cool. And you ask them, I uh, maybe ask them a spiritual question or whatever, and then be like, well, look, I don't really like this app. It's hard to contact you. I see your messages six hours later or the next day, call me. Or they may be like, if you say, I liked, I don't like texting as much as I like talking, they'll shoot you their phone number. You know, so that's just a little pro tip. And then another thing, uh, according to what Latricia said, black men, black Christian men, go on the thing and put more, <laughs> more of y'all need to be on there. <laughs> because I said the white women got no. a plethora of, uh, and, 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 and uh, let me make this clear. Please know we're not trying to be prejudiced or racist or against interracial dating. If you want to interracially date, you go for it. But if you know, yeah, um, discriminate. Right, we don't. I'll say, yeah, discriminate. Equal opportunity employer over here too. Because <laughs> yeah. I had that one cute uh, Caucasian man that I was like, "Where you live?" Where you at? <laughs> he, you, do you remember the ones that I showed you guys? I think of? so. I was like, "Oh my!" my. God. From it heaven above. Me. From heaven above. <laughs> I'm saying the other people was like. Right, but so it, from yeah, for me, it wasn't even about the race thing. It right. was like for a season for but not for ones like me who prefer, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, who, nope. who who I got to pray <laughs> about my my you know that I don't have any prejudices, which I don't. I don't think I do. But you know, for <laughs> ones like me that prefer to date the same race, it's really not a lot of uh, black male representation on there. I did notice, but go ahead, sweet, because I think I, you still had more to say. No, no, that's that's what I was just wanting to say. That it wasn't a. It, it's like what you just said. I think everybody is entitled to preference. So, mm-hmm. vice versa, if if it were a lot of white men and they were constantly being bombarded with maybe uh, black women, and they may have said, "Hey, I want to see other white women." I think the way the app is set up, and maybe that's like. Um, I don't know what kind of algorithms they were using or whatever. I'm just saying in the beginning of me kind of like starting this account, literally, and I do think people were lying about their age too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot. I was, I was basically just not even being, not even matching and matching is when you heart someone and they heart you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even matches. It was really just what I was looking through. The right. pool of men yeah. was older Caucasian mm-hmm. um, men Yeah, that, you know, that were probably a little country and I'm not opposed to country. I'm country myself, but it was like a certain type. So I wasn't seeing anybody in my age bracket. And I was kind of just kind of like confused by that. Yeah. But I think it goes back to what you said, April, which is, the the app only can pull what's present. Right. So if there aren't profiles of other African American men that are in their mid to late thirties or early forties or whatever, they can only present what's there. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we you know that's one thing that'll happen as more Christians, I think, and and one as more sites 
advertise and become known. Um, and, and as more Christians get com- more comfortable with and not having a stigma, I know we don't have any male representation on, on the podcast tonight, but even if some of them have a stigma that maybe, maybe online is for the socially awkward who can't approach mm-hmm. women or, or they ha- they think that'll make them look like a crazy person or, you know, like th- that's not true. You know, you got to change that narrative of yeah. online is not for where the psycho is supposed to hang out. <laughs> it's just a place because the, the, the fact of the matter is we are, the Christian community is dispersed abroad, <laughs> you know, dispersed, yes. you know, it's not like we're all in one room, you know, where we just got all the singles, who 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 can who know how to mingle and actually some are socially not awkward but basically they you would feel better you could it's easier for you to swipe heart and text than it would be for you to walk up to that same person that you would be willing uh to engage uh um electronically or engage on the internet Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I think that's a thought. And, an, and another thing, just in case, you know what, I, we might get a sponsorship. We might get something. But FTH, <laughs> if you're listening, or any of the other free apps, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you are listening, ways that you can improve that site, okay? Come on. Mm-hmm. I think, and y'all can add to this, if they would allow you to see who hearted you, right? So so how how, mm-hmm. how that app works is that you can heart as many pictures as you want. And that just means I, I'm, I'm attracted to you. I like you. I would like for you to engage me if you're attracted to me too. But you will never be able to engage that person unless they swipe to your picture and either swipe right on it or heart your photo. And y'all won't engage each other and otherwise. Um, so if you could see who hearted you instead of swiping until kingdom come and and, <laughs> and see out of the ones who hearted you, who you like, out of who likes you, I think that would be good. I, I did. Yeah, you know? I do too. And I think it would still be organic. You know, it would still be, you know, and, and you could still heart others who hadn't hearted you yet. But I just was like, if I just knew, because I would get these messages, you on fire tonight. Like, you know, <laughs> I, you like, turning heads. <laughs> right. I am. A little, right. They send you the little notifications talking about you turning heads. Hey, yeah. Turning heads. Go on the app. Open it up. And then I go open it up and don't see, don't, and I be hard and stuff. And, and nobody that I hearted had hearted me. And I'll be like, well, who I'm lighting up? Who, who, who head I'm turning? <laughs> and I, I, actually, I agree with you on that, April. Mm-hmm. I think that goes back to, and I, and I say this being that I'm not a tech-savvy person at all, but I do understand the concepts of algorithms. So I think initially I didn't realize that too. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shoot, people people are liking me. Hold up. Let mm-hmm. me get in this app. And I think that's just the way when you've been absent from the app, a way to engage you. Not to say that, yeah. that you weren't getting liked, that they mm-hmm. were lying, but it's just the way to get you back into the app is, yeah. to, to start engaging um, the app again. Because mm-hmm. I think if you're sending someone a message saying, hey, you have new likes. In my mind, when I initially started getting those messages, I was perceiving that to be that someone had messaged me inbox. Mm, and then when I would get there you know open up the app and not see anything until I realized what was taking place so I think that's something that may be and and I don't know how you can 
how they would even handle that, you know, being that it's a free app. So mm-hmm. there's probably got to be some level of trying to get action and, and, and movement on the app. I don't know what that's like on any of the other apps. I'll let y'all know mm-hmm. once <laughs> I figure out on this eHarmony here, I might sign up for. That's right. Yeah. Let us know. But I, I do like that uh, part of the app that they do. <laughs> like if you haven't been on there in a while, because especially for those of us who, you know, you've been single for a long time and you kind of gotten comfortable. And you're just like, oh, well, it is what it is. And, and you just live in life and you're, you know, and you're trying to fulfill purpose and, and dreams. And then your love life goes down the drain or, or somewhere <laughs> in the, the back burner. The app will yeah. say, don't forget about your love life. Don't forget yeah. about your love That's true. There's That's another right. side to you that you need mm. to engage, okay? Yes. You're human, you're flesh and blood, you need companionship, you need, yes, sir. you know, and so it, that's, I do like that, because I'd be like, yeah, you're right, I do need to get, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, let me go check on that. Right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's a good point, too, Holly. I, I would agree with that, especially the part about, um, and I think we kind of talked about it at the beginning of the uh, the podcast, just that part about once you have been single for so long, yeah. it's almost like how there's this cliche that once people have been single for a long time and they're older, it's harder for them to marry because the, the, the old saying is they're setting their ways. <laughs> they're not willing to change. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like, even if you are a person that uh, seek or desires companionship, um, and you're older and say you've been single for a little while, um, or for an extended period of time, I think that you acquiesce so much to your own life mm-hmm. and what you have going on that it just, it's, it's so normal it that is. you even forget about, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I do want to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. but you put forth no effort mm-hmm. to do that because <laughs> you're so bogged down yeah. with living. And I think that's uh I think that can be perceived as good and bad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's I think it's good that you're not the extreme uh sitting somewhere in a corner hoping and praying and and wishing and believing and and just putting yourself in every situation to meet somebody. I think there mm-hmm. should be balance, but I also feel like um uh, and I'll just say this for me, I don't want to make it a categorical. For me, I've been so focused on like family and ministry and traveling and seeing the world and experiencing and purpose and fulfilling dreams and goals. And that I think sometimes those things, when done right, will take up so much of your time. And when you and when you are a healthy, when you're healthy emotionally and spiritually Mm -hmm. and mentally and you don't feel the lack of the companionship, mm, yeah. it makes you forget that it you does. remember you said you wanted companionship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because life is so full. It is. Yeah. And and I, yeah. and I think that's a testament to just God being who he is. Mm-hmm. Um that you know that life is full for me. That sometimes I have to remember like, but you do know. And I, and a lot of times, you know, when I remember when I get wedding invitations. Yeah, I'd be like, like, "Oh shoot, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah." I gotta get on my. I gotta meet somebody. 
And, you know, or if I, if my friends start dating and I'm like, what, you got to move? And, and they, yeah. maybe they've been kind of single with me and, and, uh, uh, they kind of morph into an, in a relationship. It kind of brings to mind that, oh yeah, like this is something that I said I want and mm-hmm. maybe I need to start putting forth a little bit more effort into it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and to that, um, <laughs> for me, um, you're right. Life is full. You know, I'm, I'm the single mom on the, on, on, in the group <laughs> and, uh, you know, having kids keep you on your toes and things like that. But I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I have gotten, I think my tenacity came from me really feeling like part of my purpose was going to include marriage. You know what mm, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that, that, that part of my purpose that I'm fulfilling is going to include me being a spouse and also to me, even looking, being a mother, my part of my, my full life is raising my kids. Mm. Them jokers is going to leave me. You hear me? (laughs) 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 And a lot of the responsibilities that I have, even with families, families going to get older, they're going to grow up and they're not, their needs are going to be different to where the things that fill my life now may not fill my life later. Mm. And, 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 and I have moments because my, you know, uh, my kids have a wonderful father. They go with him whenever they, Go, you know, want to go with him? They go in the summer and ho- some holidays. So I get alone time where I'm like, "Yeah, you in here alone?" <laughs> like, you know, and it becomes like a lot. I think it's a yeah. lot louder for me just because I'm normally not alone in the house. You know, mm. so like if you're single and you, this is just this is just how your life is. You come home, you don't expect to hear no noise, then you think you got to fight because somebody in there. But for me, my normal is noise. My normal is mm. cooking breakfast for someone, making lunch, making dinner for someone. That's my mm. normal. So right. when the kids are not in the picture, I'm like, hmm, especially with this COVID. Oh no. Cause I, I, I don't even have church to busy me like that. You know, yeah. not going as much. We're we we we're still doing a lot of online stuff that I don't have to do anything for. Um, so yeah, I, I think so. Uh, Lord, I don't, I don't forgot my purpose of even saying all that. But but everybody, I, I'll say this: everyone's journey is going to look different. And some and some absolutely, of us, yeah. You know, again, this is not to say there's anything wrong with anybody who wants to be single. But this is really for those who are, have, have just been thinking God is punishing them because they've been singing for so long <laughs> or, or been complaining or doing the ultimate no-no, which is just accepting people that are so unequally yoked yeah. out mm-hmm. here just seeking the promise outside of God and and just out here just getting it in with no ring. <laughs> just getting it in. Getting <laughs> it in, like, come on over, whatever, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's a real thing, mm-hmm. I, I, and, I, and what I want is the shame that there should be no shame mm-hmm. in desiring companionship. There should yeah, be absolutely. no shame. Yeah, okay. that's the point. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be doing this life by myself. Mm-mm. No, no, and no. I, and I feel like God <laughs> didn't say I had to. Yeah, it was actually a choice. I can choose to be like Paul. Or I can choose to be like the other disciples who had spouses. Yeah. I can choose to be like, you know, other people, great men and women of faith who were married. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just about intentionality. And uh, you know what? Now, let me get to my last question because that I had to, I was gonna go ahead of myself. <laughs> well, can can I can I I just want to comment about that too. Add and to it, go ahead. Uh, I want to add to that. It remind it was what I was thinking about, um, and I lost my train of thought as well. And we kind of touched on it. I think maybe in uh, maybe last season we were talking about dating, and I, I like that you were talking about getting rid of the shame because mm-hmm. there is still this um, this stigma that's attached to. Um, I want to make sure I word it the correct way. So I'm hearing more of it. I'm hearing more about it or it's becoming more prevalent. So just like I said, as a single woman, I do feel like I have a very full life and have been, you know, essentially single for a long time. And I think that there's this, there's this noise that I'm beginning to hear within Christendom that, that is saying things like, your purpose, which I understand my purpose is not to be married, but I still can desire companionship. And there's this, there's this thing there, there are these rumblings that I'm hearing where people are like, I didn't, I was, I wasn't even thinking about getting married. I wouldn't even, but this is, if this is the purpose that God has for me, then, you know, that's just what he has for me. Now, this is always coming from people that are married. So I'm always kind of like, but <laughs> yeah, you're married. Isn't that <laughs> I mean, ironic? Yeah. Right. Oh, but you're married. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, like, you know, as a believer and as a seasoned believer, and we talked about this on the dating show with the men, um, the men's edition, I'm still cognizant of keeping myself in a place of peace and peace of mind about where I find myself. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I find I have to be content in this place right. of singleness mm-hmm. as yeah. I still desire more yes. than what I have. Mm-hmm. I still have to be content and not feel shame because of the desire. Absolutely. Because right? yeah. I think there's a there's a nice balance that needs to take place. I think there's a sweet spot. Yeah. Um, and, and girl, you done tap. You done hit something now. Now, oh. and now I got to go get into the Bible. Go, Holly, did you have something to add before I go on with my rant? Oh, no. Go ahead and rant. <laughs> <laughs> rant on. <laughs> for, for, for the ones who will, and, I, and, and not to shade them, like I said, a lot of times you hear that from people who are married and not mm-hmm. dealing with the aloneness, uh, a lack of companionship. They have children and all the other stuff that comes with having a spouse. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, and this is not to knock anybody off of their contentment. I am not seeking this because I am not contented with my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeking uh, 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 being in relationship because I feel like that is my sole purpose in life. But I will say this. Mm-hmm. If Ruth has not gotten married to Boaz, there would be no her in the part of the lineage of Jesus. Yeah, Her finding him and him finding her and them having sex and having children was the fulfillment of prophecy. That had to happen. Yeah. And sometimes we detach physical things from the spiritual so much that we act like one never can have anything to do with the other. Mm-hmm. But it very much can be yeah. a spiritual thing that God wants someone born from 
from from who you will meet loins and your your body or God someone wants to take someone who already has children and for you to step step parent that of that that child and to to build a certain legacy to instill there's certain things that when you connect with certain people what I'm trying to say is that God fulfills through relationships oh absolutely not just pastor parishioner relationships it's Mm -hmm. not just my prayer partner relationships the first relationship earthly was a marriage yeah. mm-hmm. and I, I and what i don't want to happen and and it kind of i think uh, sweet touch touched on it because what i think ha- out of that conversation example that sweet gave it is a it is a putting a valuation system and a hierarchy uh, mm-hmm. where we devalue oh you know marriage ugh, you know girl just going on for jesus that <laughs> that's devalued and your relationship as a usher and you, with the church mm-hmm. or your relationship as a minister in the church is up here and yeah. marriage is somewhere down here. Like, ugh, no, but you know what? I do think that that's a defense mechanism sometimes because mm-hmm. instead of facing the fact that, you know what I'm saying? That you are alone. Sometimes you can, and you can inadvertently devalue, the one thing what you desire trying yes because you're right. trying to compensate for the fact that you really do want it you know what right. i'm saying but right. it hasn't happened yet so as a result i have to devalue this thing in order to you mm-hmm. know yeah balance and, and you're right i think you're absolutely right holly that that, it, that can be a defense mechanism mm-hmm. so saints you don't have to devalue either to be content where you are. And if you are hurting over that, like if you really low key are, are feeling some type of way, go before God. Go yeah. To his, yeah. But for you married folk <laughs> who are around here telling us, uh, hips, girl, uh, <laughs> and just yeah. pray for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hush up. Hush up with your with your you with your itself or somebody in bed with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I think that's and, and I think that the last question I had was just what did the overall experience of online dating like teach you? And it this could be not just from the an app or from the 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 service in particular. But what did it show you about you and how you was even thinking about dating or anything? What did you learn just from even attempting this experience? Holly? You silly. (laughs) I would say just being more open, you know, um, being more open and being more intentional. Like I said before, as far as don't get so caught up in everyday life that I neglect, you know, that part of myself or, or, you know, that basically kind of taking ownership of my life more, you know, I mean, I understand that, you know, God, he's definitely the author and the finisher of my faith and he is in control of everything, but still at the same time, I think he wants us to also take ownership in, you know, this life that he's given us and not, you know, allow, you know, even love to be something that we treat nonchalantly or, 
you know, just kind of tossed to the wind, but that we're intentional about it, that, you know, as we pursue God and, you know, and seek his face, you know, as it relates to a spouse and, and seek him just to better ourselves, that we would at the same time take those steps to position ourselves to get the things that we're asking him for, mm-hmm. you know, just being more, you know, intentional in our pursuit of that. So I think for me that that's what it's done for me is helped me to do that and just to open up more and, you know, be open to new possibilities, to meeting people and, and not taking it so seriously. I think, I mean, taking it seriously, but right. But I, I know what you're saying. You, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like experience. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And if he don't text me back, okay. Well, on to the next. <laughs> you know, just kind of being a little bit more lighthearted and fun. You know, with it yeah. as well. You know, and not feeling like it's got to be like this every. You know, I got to meet him here, and he got to do. The, you know but just kind of being, you know, a little bit more relaxed and just going yeah. with the flow. Let go, let flow. Let, let, okay. what did you say? That let was in a movie. Flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. So that's what it's teaching me. So, yeah. Good. All right. That's good. <laughs> um, I think definitely being intentional. Um, I have been very, very not intentional as it pertains to, um, relationship. And it also brought out some things about myself that I had to have like that hard conversation because I realized that, um, how would I word this? Not, it's not a frustration, but it's kind of what I was saying earlier when you become so accustomed to life as it is, the time and energy it takes into a relationship, it's a lot. And I'm not talking about marriage, the marriage. That's another, that's another level of relationship. I'm just saying the basic stuff of like getting to know people. Right. That's (laughs) still, it's still energy involved in that. Yeah. And I was like realizing that I was like, oh, do I want, do I even feel like Mm. where are you from? What you like? (laughs) You you know. How many kids you have? Do you have any kids? You you know, all of those things that you do when you're first getting to know people. Sometimes the airs that you put on, like I was having to ask myself the hard questions like, this is what you want to do? You know, like, do you have the energy to do that Mm. along with all the other things that you have going on? So that was that was like a real hard question that I had to ask myself understanding that if I'm ever going to be in any type of successful relationship, I'm going to have to get to know people. Mm -hmm. So of course the answer has to be yes, but I think I also have to be open and honest with myself about the fact that there is a a tangent of reluctancy of getting, of going through that process. And I I, I would be remiss in denying that that's not a reality for me that, Mm -hmm. you know, like the thought of like that piece of, having to go through that again because mm-hmm. even when you're when you're dating people and you're getting to know people and then you know you find out something that you don't like or not even something that you don't like but maybe it just you're not compatible you know for whatever reason and then you 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 know you realize this after a week or a month or two months or whatever the time frame is when you meet the next person you got to start all over at ground zero 
and Mm -hmm. building that rapport and getting to know, and that's energy. And so um, I've had to ask myself the hard question of, am I, am I willing to put that energy in? Do I have the energy right now to do that? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's even a harder question um, than am I willing? Because I have to be willing if I say I want to be married, but to say, do I want to even do it? Is like a really hard question. Um, Mm. So I think that's where I'm at. But I do realize that um, if I'm going to meet anybody, I am going to have to be intentional and be serious about it. And so if I don't meet someone through the six degrees of separation, somebody that know my cousin and know my (laughs) auntie that (laughs) that want to hook me up, then. I feel like for me, I would probably have to invest in um, exploring a dating site that uh, matched me or made me that were compatible with people that were like minded from the standpoint mm-hmm. of we're both willing to invest even financially into our futures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, so I'm, if I'm going to stay away from the free sites, essentially. I I guess. <laughs> well, one thing the uh, experience has taught me was, and I, I already mentioned this because I went ahead ahead of myself, <laughs> but I'll say it again. The narrative that they are not, uh, and, and, I, and I've heard men say this too, that there are not any Christian, real Christian women or men out there. That's not true. Like mm-hmm. the Lord mm-hmm. really showed me like, no, I, I, I got guys out here. I, I do. I, there, there. I got stone cold believers who, you know, are about their about their 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 grind. They're they're gainfully employed. They're ambitious. They're, you know, nobody's perfect, but you know, it, it, you know, I, they're out there. Um, and it just kind of gave me like a, a sense of hope. I think um, a sense yeah. of hope, mm-hmm. not just for myself, but for for my friends, for other women who I know that are in the body of Christ, who just kind of keep hearing the same narrative. The and Lord, other men. Mm-hmm. Huh? Right. And yeah. other men. Yeah. God got a whole world, honey. God got a whole yeah. world. And it's like um, Holly said, and, and I think Sweet said, this, it's about being open. And yes, it's going to take energy. And I, and I, I learned that too, like how to <laughs> navigate the space. Like for me, at one point it was like I mean I was engaging multiple people in multiple conversations one time I was, <laughs> I, was <laughs> I can share this this is not the case now now I'm focused on anyway um <laughs> but at one point I had so many and they, all their all their names started with the letter D <laughs> Oh, oh no. I, I was like, oh shoot, not you, not you. Right. And uh, <laughs> Help. And I'm talking about called I up. Called I up. ain't talking about text mm. or app. I'm talking about phone numbers. Like we they wow. have a phone I had their phone number. But um, yeah, so I, I had made up in my mind, I said, just engage multiple people, right? And then when that one stands out, he gonna knock the rest off. So I'm I'm keeping a rotation so I don't feel like I can keep it. <laughs> Oh, I know it sounds bad, probably, but I mean, that is what it is. That that's what it is. You don't jump in and be like relationship. Yeah, right, Mm -hmm. right. 
you know, you, you got to, on day one, you the one. Right. And it yeah. may happen fast for you, but you got yeah. to that point and it does take energy. It does take, it takes energy and time. It takes time. You know, yeah. I, I, I stay up, I, I, I stay up late now, lots of nights. <laughs> okay. Well, let me, let me clarify. Conversations <laughs> with conversation. It's all Damn. right. I'm, I'm still yet holding on. Don't worry. That's that's the uh, that's the joy. That is the joy. Yes. Of dating somebody that you are attracted to, and that person is attracted to you. Those those first two to three months. Honey, when you're falling asleep on the when phone, honey, love it, love it. You just want to know. You, you, yeah. you appreciate the phone call on the lunch mm-hmm. break, right? You appreciate right. the text yes. that says good honey. morning. It means so much. Yes, honey. it does. You know, yes. so that you know, those are the good things about getting yeah. to know process. Yeah. Honey, yeah. back in the day, I remember dating this one guy. We was on the phone all night. Literally, he was going into work the next morning. We were still. <laughs> I was I like, had that serious too. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> and then he was like, I walk it into work. All right. Talk to <laughs> like, hey. That's what I'm talking about. Cause you, I mean, and I, I'm, I'm, I can safely say this, that we're all the same way because we love having great conversation. Like whoever I'm with, they got to know how to have a conversation. I can't yes. be birds on the phone chirping. And I'm having to pull stuff out of you. No, I like to have just great conversation. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to tell y'all something off off record. Uh, anyway, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But anyhow, so yes, that's what it taught me. Do you all have any final thoughts? I think we've had a wonderful discussion, and 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 yes. I, what I pray that that this conversation does is encourages people. But y'all have anything else to add? I would say uh, walking your truth, and and I I know that's something that's kind of cliche now. But when I say walking your truth, if your truth is you're you you would like to online date, and you maybe have allowed um, the the noise abroad to kind of shift your decision making process, um, we're saying as believing women and and representatives of Christ that this can be done in a very um, kosher, a very spirit-led way, a very safe way. And um, it's no different than meeting somebody at the gas station or in the grocery store aisle. Right. And and use use your gifts of discernment, whether it's on an app or whether it's in person. Yes, the Holy Spirit will lead yes. and guide you. So I would say walk in the truth of it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I I would say the same thing, you know, um, however you feel led in this season of your life, if you're just getting out of a relationship and you need time to process and to heal and to develop and to grow, then take that time to do that. If you feel like you're ready, then, you know, step out on faith and, you know, and take a chance because you just never know, you know, what can happen and, you know, don't get so stuck in your head and, you know, what well, Lord, you said he that findeth. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you get married, he's found a wife. He still found you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not, you know, he got to seek you like a, you know, like he doing some. Uh, we'll find every reason. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He's still yeah. at the end of the day when you're standing at the aisle, he still found you. He still right. found a wife, regardless of what method it, you know, brought you to. Yeah. So, 
just to encourage you to just, you know, trust God. And like Sweet said, use your discernment. You know, if somebody feel like they're crazy, they probably are. Just, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and have fun. Have fun. You'll yeah, have, have life fun. to live. You know, it's worth taking the chance because you just never know what will happen. That's right. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Learn yes. to learn how to talk to someone of the opposite sex. That's a skill set, you know. Uh, yes. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yes. All right. Well, anyway, I this has been another episode of Truth Reveal. I don't have yep. anything else to add. <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I just, I'm encouraged, and I believe that when this Rona is over, yeah, I believe. God during the Rona is putting folks together and he um, we're going to be seeing a lot of uh, engagements and weddings and all kind of wonderful things I pray Um, babies babies from from married folk now babies from married folk and the non-ones I know I know know. it it happens sometimes bless your hearts it's all right. This is a no judgment zone, but you know it's about to be yeah. a baby boom in right, December, it is. January. It is. No, no <laughs> Everybody been home from work in April. It's going to be overrun and run over. Overrun, <laughs> right. That's <laughs> what the hospital is going to be overrun <laughs> with. Press babies. down, shake it shake together. Shake it together and, and running over with babies. With babies. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, and the Lord bless. Yes. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Truth Reveal. We love you guys. Yes. Not forget if you are listening to us uh, in, in any platform, yes. like, subscribe if you Please. can, share this. <laughs> we need those things from you guys. Yes. So by others and, and they can enjoy this content that we have. We love y'all. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.